This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, Courageous community, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of the Courage Cast. Actually, this is a special episode. I couldn't help myself. I said I would not do another episode until we start up with the new series, which will kind of be much more intentional. But I thought, you know what? This is just was just another reminder for me today or this week. I've been reminded again of how important it is for our minds to soak in the truth of who we are. The truth of who we are is so, so important, and I don't want to keep it from you. So I, if you're a, a subscriber to this podcast on iTunes, you're just going to get this into your inbox, and hopefully this will make an impact on you. Some of you have not done this yet, have not gone to CourageousCommunity.com, signed up for the email list, and when you would have done that, you would have received a free download of who I am in Christ. And maybe it would have been, it's a little bit difficult for you to put this on your phone. And uh, there's all kinds of obstacles. And I want to remove those blocks. I want to remove those obstacles that are keeping you from reminding yourself of who you are in Christ, of how valuable you truly are to God. Now, if you're not a believer, if you, if this is kind of something that you've, you've sort of shrugged away in the past, I get it. I totally get it. I I didn't come into a relationship with Christ until I was 23, 24. So I am not a um, somebody that was you know raised in church. I'm not somebody who uh, will throw you some lines that they just kind of memorized since they were kids. This is really true in my life. This is something I've come to know and come to see as powerfully impactful for me personally, for raising my family, for doing business, uh, and in everything I do, marriage, anything in my life that matters the most to me, the fact that I am getting to a place of understanding who I am in Christ more and more every day that I live and I have a long way to go. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, I have so many flaws. I have so many imperfections. But, but what I've got to come back to is the truth of who I am, who I am. Because I have accepted him as my Lord, he is now my savior. He is the one that rules and dominates and who the only one that I'm enslaved to that I want to allow myself to be enslaved to. Because of that, I get all of these other benefits. So I'd like to invite you, if you're not, if this doesn't resonate with you naturally, to just go into it with an open mind. Go into it with an open mind. The idea of surrendering your life to someone else, to something greater than you, that being God through Christ Jesus, I want you to to just understand and experience what scripture, what Bible, the Bible says, something written thousands of years ago, what that says of you, what that says of what God's word says of you. I call it the truth of God's word. And when we enter in and surrender to him, surrender our lives to him in obedience, not always willingly, right? But on a daily basis, surrender to him. These are all of the benefits that he promises us in his word. So that's what this is. This is, this is a reading, taking scripture, and reminding yourself of who you are now that you have surrendered to Christ. And we might think, ah, oh, surrendering and being slave to, to someone else that sounds very restrictive, and that's typically the the notion that people have of Christianity, of religion in general. It's, we don't want to be enslaved. We want freedom. We want to be free to do what we want to do, right? Well, the beautiful thing is, the irony is that when we surrender, when we become slave to Christ and God alone, 
and we become aware of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We make a trade and we trade our worldly freedom of the things that we think we want for God's freedom. And what I've become to realize after 20 years of walking with him is that his freedom actually brings me more freedom than I would get on my own. Trust me, I've tested it. I've tried it. I've pursued my own freedom even while I claim to surrender to him. Okay. And I still start going off track, but this gets me back on track. This truth of who I am in Christ is what gets me back on track. And so I hope that you understand and and hear me, hear my heart. The reason I'm giving this to you and sharing this with you um, is because it matters so much to everything else that we do here in the Courageous Community. So I hope you'll receive it. I hope you'll be open. Your hearts will be open. Your mind will be open to what the truth of God's word says to you. And this way, it will always be on your phone if you're listening to iTunes. You can always access this very simply by just going to CourageousCommunity.com. If you want to download this and put it on your computer and put it on your phone, then just join our email list at CourageousCommunity.com. I hope that I've made it as simple as possible for you to win and to succeed and to develop into the greatness the seed of greatness that's in you can develop and grow and flourish more fully understanding who you are in Christ. All right, that's enough of me talking here. Now we're going to dive into me reading who I am in Christ to you. And uh, I pray that uh, every word, that there would be a specific word, but that every word would impact your mind, body, and spirit. And that's soaking in of of God's truth will produce in you greater freedom and greater victorious living so that you can continue to be and and grow to be more and more living out the purpose that we have which is to glorify God love God with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself That, my friends, all the law, everything hinges on those two things. That's your purpose. That's what I want you to live out more fully, that your light would shine brighter as a result of soaking in the truth of who you are and believing that this is true about you. That's very, very important. I'm going to be talking more about how important that is in future episodes. But for now, I pray that this would bless you lift you up and fill you up more fully until I get back to these regular weekly episodes. We're working on some great stuff. Can't wait to share it with you in in future weeks. But for now, I want to throw out a challenge. Listen to this episode all the way through once a week so that you can line yourself up with who you are, really and begin to experience even greater victory in your life. Here it is, who I am in Christ. My heavenly father says, and I agree with Matthew 5.13. I am the salt of the earth. Matthew 5.14. I am the light of the of the world. Mark 11, 23 and 24. When I speak according to the word and will of God, heaven responds. Luke 11, 9 and 10. I ask and receive, I seek and find, I knock and the door is opened unto me. John 3, 
36. I have eternal life. John 5.24 I have passed from death to life. John 7.38 Out of my innermost being flows rivers of living water. John 8, 31 and 32 The truth has set me free. John 14, 14 If I ask what God has promised, in Jesus' name, He will do it. John 14.20 I am in Christ, and Christ is in me. John 14.27 I have peace. John 15.9 I am loved by Jesus. John 16:27 I am loved by the Father. John 17:9 I belong to God, I am His. John 17:15 I am protected from the evil one. John 17:17 17, 17, I am sanctified in the truth of God's Word. John 17, 18 I have been sent into the world. John 17, 22 I have God's glory. John 17:23 I am in Christ and loved by the Father. Acts 13.38 I have forgiveness of sins through Christ. Acts 13.39 I have been freed from all things. Romans 1.6 I am among the called of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.7 I am beloved of God, a saint. Romans 5.1 I have been justified by faith, and I have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ.
Romans 5.2 I have grace through faith. Romans 5, 3, and 4. I have perseverance, character, and hope. Romans 5, 5. The love of God has been poured out in my heart through Jesus' death. Romans 5.10b I have been saved by his life. Romans 5.17 I reign in life through the one Christ Jesus. Romans 5.19 I have been made righteous through the obedience of Christ. Romans 6, 2 I have died to sin. My Heavenly Father says, and I agree, with Romans 6.3, I have been baptized into Christ's death. Romans 6.4, I have been raised from the dead to walk in newness of life. Romans 6, 6a, I have been crucified with Christ. Romans 6, 6b, I am no longer a slave to sin. Romans 6.11 I am dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Romans 6.14 I am not under law, but under grace. Romans 6.18 I am a slave of righteousness. Romans 8.1 I have now no condemnation. Romans 8.2 I have been set free from the law of sin and of death. Romans 8.11 I have life in my mortal body through His Spirit who indwells me. Romans 8.16 I am a child of God. 
Romans 8.17 I am an heir of God and fellow heir with Christ. Romans 8.28 All things are working together for my good. Romans 8.30 I have been justified and glorified. Romans 12.3 I have the measure of faith. Romans 12.6 I have been given gifts. Romans 14.8 Whether I live or die, I am the Lord's. Romans 15.14 I am full of goodness and filled with all knowledge as it is given by the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.2 I am a sanctified saint in Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1.4 I have been given the grace of God in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.5 In Him I have been enriched in every way. 1 Corinthians 1.7 I am not lacking in any spiritual gift. 1 Corinthians 1.9 I am called into fellowship with Jesus Christ my Lord. 1 Corinthians 1.30 I am in Christ Jesus who gives me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. 1 Corinthians 2.12 I have been given God's Spirit so I can understand what God has freely given. 1 Corinthians 2.16 I have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 3.9 I am God's fellow worker. I am God's field. God's building. 1 Corinthians 3.16 I am a temple of God in which the Spirit of God indwells. 1 Corinthians 3.17 I am a holy temple of God. 1 Corinthians 3, 21 and 22 All things belong to me, 
as I belong to Christ. First Corinthians six seventeen. I am one spirit with Christ. My Heavenly Father says, and I agree, with 1 Corinthians 6.19, My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in me. First Corinthians 6.20 I have been bought with a price, and I honor God with my body. First Corinthians seven twenty two. I am Christ's slave. First Corinthians. 1552 I will be raised from the dead imperishable First Corinthians 1553 I will put on immortality Second Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.4 I am comforted by God, so I can comfort others. 2 Corinthians 1.10 I am delivered from the peril of death. 2 Corinthians 1.22 He anointed me and put his seal of ownership on me. 2 Corinthians 2.14 I am a sweet aroma of the knowledge of Christ. 2 Corinthians 2.15 I am a fragrance of Christ to God among both the saved and the lost. 2 Corinthians 3.3 I am a letter of Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.6 I am a minister of the new covenant of the Spirit of life. 2 Corinthians 3.18 I am being transformed into the likeness of the Lord, ever increasing with glory from God. 2 Corinthians 4.1 I have received mercy and do not lose heart. 2 Corinthians 4.7 I have the Holy Spirit in my body. 2 Corinthians 4.10 The life of Jesus is manifested in my body. 
2 Corinthians 4.16 My inner man is being renewed day by day. Second Corinthians 5.1 I have a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Second Corinthians 5.7 I live by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5.17 I am a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. Second Corinthians 5.18 I am reconciled to God through Christ and I have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Second Corinthians 5.20 I am an ambassador for Christ, imploring people to be reconciled to God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians 9.8 I have grace from God so I can abound in every good work. 2 Corinthians 10.7 I am Christ's. 2.5 I live by faith. Galatians 3.26 I am a son of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.28 I am one in Christ Jesus with all believers. Galatians 3.29 I belong to Christ. I am an heir according to the promise. Galatians 4.6 I am a son of God. Galatians 4.7 I am no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Galatians 5.22 and 23 I have the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ephesians 1-2 I have grace and peace. Ephesians 1-3 I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1-4a I am chosen in Him. Ephesians 1-4b I am holy and blameless in His sight. Ephesians 1.5 I am a son through Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1.6 I am accepted in the Beloved. Ephesians 1.7 I have redemption and forgiveness. Ephesians 1.11 I have obtained an inheritance. Ephesians 1.13 I have been sealed in Him with the promised Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1.20 I am sealed with Christ in the heavenlies. Ephesians 1.22 I have all things under my feet. Ephesians 2.4 I am loved by God. Ephesians 2.5 I have been made alive together with Christ. Ephesians 2.6 I have been raised with Him and seated with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2.8 I have been saved by grace through faith, a gift of God. Ephesians 2.10 I am His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Ephesians 2.13 I have been brought near to God by the blood of Christ. Ephesians 2.14 Christ is my peace. Ephesians 2.18 Through Christ, I have access in one spirit to the Father. Ephesians 2.19a 
I am no longer a stranger and alien, but I am a fellow citizen with the saints. Ephesians 3, 6a I am a fellow heir and fellow member of the body. Ephesians 3, 6b I am a fellow partaker of the promise in Christ Jesus. My Heavenly Father says, and I agree, with Ephesians 3.12. In Christ and through faith in Him, we have boldness and confident access to God. Ephesians 3.16. I am strengthened with power through His Spirit in my inner man. Ephesians 3.17 I am rooted and grounded in Christ's love. Ephesians 3.20 I have a power source within me which is able to do abundantly beyond all that I ask or think. Ephesians 4.7 I have been given grace. Ephesians 4.24 I put on the new self which in the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4.32 I have been forgiven, so I forgive others. Philippians 1.6 I am confident that he who began a good work in me will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.11 I am filled with the fruit of righteousness through Jesus Christ. Philippians 1.21 For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Philippians 2.13 God is at work within me both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Philippians 2.15 I am a light in the world. Philippians 4.6 and 7 The peace of God guards my heart and mind as I pray with thanksgiving in everything. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.19 God shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus.
My Heavenly Father says, and I agree, with Colossians 1.12, The Father has qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. Colossians 1.13 I have been delivered from the domain of darkness and transferred to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Colossians 1.14 I have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1.27 Christ is in me, the hope of glory. Colossians 2.10 In Christ I have been made complete. Colossians 2.12 I have been buried with him in baptism. I have been raised up with him through faith. Colossians 2.13a I have been made alive together with him. Colossians 2.14 All my sin debt was paid in full at the cross. Colossians 3.1-3 I have been raised with Christ, and I set my heart on things above. I have died, and my life is hidden with Christ in God. Colossians 3.10 I have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of the Creator. First Thessalonians 1.10 I am rescued by Jesus from the coming wrath. 1 Thessalonians 4.9 I am taught by God to love others. 1 Thessalonians 4.17 I will meet the Lord in the air and be with Him forever. 1 Thessalonians 5.9 I have obtained salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Thessalonians 2.13 I am loved by the Lord. God has chosen me from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. Second Thessalonians 3.3 The faithful Lord will strengthen and protect me from the evil one. First Timothy 6.12 I have been called to eternal life. 2 Timothy 1.7 For 
for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Second Timothy 1 Timothy 1.9 The Lord has saved me and called me to a holy life, not according to my works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was granted me in Christ Jesus for all eternity. My Heavenly Father says, and I agree, with 2 Timothy 1.12, I am convinced that He is able to guard what I have entrusted to Him until that day. Second Timothy 1.14, The Holy Spirit dwells in me. Second Timothy 4.8 The Lord has laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Titus 2.14 He has redeemed me from every lawless deed and purified me for his own possession. Titus 3.6 The Holy Spirit has been poured out upon me richly through Jesus Christ my Savior. Titus 3.7 I have been justified by His grace and made an heir having the hope of eternal life. Philemon 1.6 The knowledge of every good thing is in me. Hebrews 1.14 Angels have been sent to minister to me. Hebrews 2.8 all things are in subjection to me and are under my feet. Hebrews 3.1 I fix my thoughts on Jesus, the Apostle and High Priest whom I confess. Hebrews 3.6 I am the house of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 3.14 I have become a partaker of Christ.
Hebrews 4.3 I have entered into his rest. Hebrews 4.10 As God has rested from his work, I have rested from my works. Hebrews 4.14 I have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Hebrews 4.15 I have a high priest who can sympathize with my weaknesses. Hebrews 4.16 I approach the throne of grace with confidence, so I may receive mercy and find grace to help me in my time of need. Hebrews 7.25 I am saved forever. Christ ever lives to make intercession for me. Hebrews 10.10 I have been made holy through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Hebrews 10.22 My heart has been sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and my body washed with pure water. My Heavenly Father says, and I agree. With Hebrews 12.1, I have a great cloud of witnesses surrounding me. Hebrews 12.10, God disciplines me for my good that I may share His holiness. Hebrews 12.28 I have received a kingdom which cannot be shaken, and I am thankful and worship God. Hebrews 13.5 God will never desert me nor forsake me. Hebrews 13.12 I am made holy through Jesus' own blood. Hebrews 13.21 Jesus has equipped me in every good thing to do His will, working in me that which is pleasing in His sight. James 1.5 God generously and without reproach gives to me wisdom if I ask Him. James 1.12 The Lord has promised to me the crown of life when I persevere under trial. First Peter 1 Peter 1.3 In His great mercy, I have been born again into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
1 Peter 1.4 I have obtained an inheritance which can never perish, spoil, or fade away, reserved in heaven for me. First Peter 1 Peter 1.5 I am protected by the power of God through faith until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. First Peter 1 Peter 1.16 Because He is holy, I am holy. First Peter 1 Peter 1.18-19 I was not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. First Peter 1.23 I have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and abiding word of God. First Peter 2.9 I am a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a person for God's own possession, that I may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called me out of the darkness into His marvelous light. First Peter 2.10 I am part of the family of God, and I have received mercy. 1 Peter 2.24 By His wounds I am healed. 1 Peter 3.18 I have been made alive in the Spirit. 1 Peter 4.14 The Spirit of glory and of God rests upon me. 'My heavenly Father says, and I agree with second Peter one three his divine power has granted to me everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Second Peter 1.4 He has granted to me his precious and magnificent promises, in order that by them I might become a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Second Peter 1.9 I have been purified from my former sins. 1 John 1 9. If I confess my sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive me and purify me from all unrighteousness. 1 John 2 12. My sins are forgiven me on account of his name. 
1 John 2.27 The anointing which I receive from him remains in me, and I have no need for anyone to teach me, but as his anointing teaches me about all things, and is true and not a lie, and just as it has taught me, I remain in him. First John 3.2 I am now a child of God. First John 3.22 Because I keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight, whatever I ask, I receive from him.